Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories presents the pay-per-view war stories. As this week we're going to be talking about WCW Mayhem in Milwaukee. It's our second pay-per-view out of five straight. Yep. Two of five. Jeez. We're 40% done after this one. I feel like uh <laughs> I feel like I feel like we should be a lot uh you know done further. I feel like I'm fixing to die not. rag. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. What generation did Forrest Gump come from? He's a boomer, isn't he? Gen A. See what he did there? I hate you so much. And I'm going to run and keep on running to the next guy. The chosen one, Mike. I got nothing. Keep on running. I got, I got nothing. My dad joke rendered him completely you, helpless. You, you, you stopped him. Damn. You, 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 you killed him in his spot I right know, now. right? It's like Simple Jack. But let's see if this pay-per-view killed us. WCW Mayhem, November 26th of the year 2000. We're in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The U.S. Cellular Excuse me, uh, could you arena. Please, please pronounce it correctly. It's Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and the Cellular Arena. Bunch of cheeseheads in there. Uh, Corey, did you watch this live? Oof. Not live, Christ. but watched it overnight because I worked until 11, taped it at home, and then came home and promptly watched it. Humble brag? Uh, Do you like it was a good decision? Uh, we'll see as we go along. Oh, You know what? Tune in to find tune out. Tune in to find out. Uh, Can you say that when they're listening to the one they would need to tune in to find out on? Yes. We call that a teaser. There it is. <laughs> it's not what she called a teaser. Yikes. Corey. She yeah. called it my cock. Called it my hawk. Uh, how did we get to uh, Mayhem? Well, Halloween Havoc happened, uh, regrettably. And at that show, uh, there really should have been a new world champion. Which felt like a personal attack on me, by the way. That right. Halloween Havoc they gave us. I really think that the world championship should have changed hands there. Uh, yep. Really felt like that was the time and the place. Yep. Uh, and Goldberg wrestled two men and beat them in, I think, two minutes. I mean, who've been booked to be legitimate badasses all year long. And um, to be honest, not much else. Um, there were multiple stings. He had a midlife crisis all over the on TV in front of our eyes as he beat the shit out of himself in all forms. Sort of on topic. Stay with me here. <laughs> okay. So that is Sting's final pay-per-view appearance. Until when? What's uh, the first TNA one he's part of? I know he did the like month, the, the monthly pay per The Hogan thing. Like, uh, I'm glad I'll count that one and like go to or whatever. But Final. Was it Final Resolution 2006? January 2006. Damn, dude. It's like five so, and a half years yeah. he wasn't on pay per view. That's fucking crazy. Yep. That was just. Well, I mean, unless you count the WWA ones from Australia. I don't. <laughs> then I yes. specifically don't count that then one. Then, yes, it was Final Resolution 2006. Damn. Jeff Jarrett and Monty Brown against Sting and Christian Cage. So Sting had such a a uh, a panic and that he's now just gone. Could not help that midlife crisis at more all. More like he reached the dates on his contract and they were like, "You want to work more?" He's like, "He must be joking, he's right?" Like, Absolutely. <laughs> hey, what, what, he's like, "Hey, what's Conan saying?" That's a no. Yeah, you like this trench coat? Go ahead and feel. That's a, that's a no. It's like, oh, wait, is Alex Rock going to be here every week? I'm going to get out of the yeah, building. I'm out. <laughs> I'm just going to probably not show up. I'd, I'd be like, you know what? I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what. I'll go tan, and when I feel I'm tan enough, I'll come back and yeah. fight for you. Brother. Tan forever. 
dude. I actually think they missed the ball there because I've been also thinking about it. With the crow look, he would look ridiculous tanned off his ass. Yeah. Like a surfer sting. He would look like <laughs> he was doing whiteface. <laughs> right. That would not look yeah, good. What if Hogan dressed up as Sting and we all like, hey man, this is White Chicks the movie? What are we doing here? You ain't you ain't no waiting, brother. No. In so many ways that would offend him. <laughs> I'm liking Cleveland Color, dude. I mean, I'm kind of with her. I'm not right there with him, to be honest. Except for that Carrie guy. I loved him. Overrated. Cleveland Color is fantastic. It. Overrated. Loved it. Not like the final season. Sure. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. That's trash. That's hot garbage. Theme. I'll say it could be a top ten list of the worst final season of the TV. Anyways. I digress. Shall we uh, get into this pay-per-view? I guess. <laughs> hey, man. That's why I'm, we're here. I'm feeling positive That's why the people well, are tuned in. They're, they're ready to hear our ratings. Well, this pay-per-view goes thusly. As we start off oh. with... Er- yeah, about that? Well, uh, Jeff Mack inspired there. As we go to earlier today, of as Booker T arrives to the arena... Not and nearly then, enough pompousness. <laughs> the the plot goes closely. Jeff uh, was the Charles Emerson Winchester the third of No Cell Entertainment. Was he in charge? <laughs> no. Uh, no. Uh, as Booker T arrives to the arena, a mob of fans jump him to get a, his autograph. He signs one and he's like, hey, I'll catch y'all later. I gotta go get yeah. a pop. And the fans are like, do we get our tickets now? Like, what the fuck is this? This is stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's free, right? <laughs> I mean... Uh, then we see Scott Steiner show up. He walks past Fit Finley, and there's a <laughs> sign-in table that uh, he has to sign into. And he's like, "I ain't gonna do shit. He's, I'm not." He's borrowed a pen. I'm not. <laughs> and then he took his his still fucking. Uh, la- it was his laptop and chucked <laughs> it. Uh, I've never seen this before or since, uh, other than this night with the big papa, the baseball hat without a brim, brim on it. Y'all um, ever seen that before? Oh, I know that's still a thing. I, I know a couple people I follow on the on the uh, this socials. This is the first time back then. This is the first time I ever saw it. I was like, "What in the hell?" Uh, I follow people a couple on socials, and they're diehard brimless hat guys, and they're trying to bring that fashion back. <laughs> you should stop following them. <laughs> ah, no, they're funny though. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> your fashion sense. That's uh, enough. <laughs> so we start the show with a promo of Scott Steiner out of control and wanting the WC title. Uh, so just a normal. Shot. <laughs> Highlights of Goldberg taking on Luger, DDP, and Nash versus the Thrillers for the tag match, uh, for the tag titles and a tag match for later. Uh, but before the show, Ric Flair comes out and thanks to f- the fans for showing up and promises the fans a great pay-per-view. Uh, he turns still soon, right? I mean, hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, babyface CEO just ain't cutting it for me. Like Flair, no, 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 no. Well, uh, there's mean- only ever been one effective. Babyface authority figure, and that's Mick Foley. Yeah, currently that we're we, watching. On we Raw. really need a heel turn here. It's <laughs> terrible, dude. And Frick Flair cannot cut a babyface promo. I mean, he may have at one point in his life. It's he, not here, but he, not here. He can cut a hostage promo. Well, it's because you could tell he has of like everybody on the roster. He does not. He knows the lay of the land. This thing is a dead duck. He's just like, yeah, we're the best ever, and this is as much as I can get serious. About about us being the best ever. If I could be serious for a minute. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, yeah. So, shall we get into it? We let's, should. Let's go to our first match tonight for the WCW Cruiserweight title, as it's going to be Queewee with Paisley versus Mike Saunders. Oh, you know what's going to happen? That Cruiserweight mm-hmm. champ's about to set it off. Going to set it off? 
You know, I would say that Kiwi is S O L, and you know what that means. <laughs> Real quick question for you guys: yeah. Is Mike Sanders a legitimate question here on drugs? He yeah was he sweating. So I was like, "Are you going through like crack with he drugs?" Has to be. Well, he is. Oh my god! He's got the DTs on pay per view. He's growing a a, a, a beard like beard? what I got going on. Not to mention, uh, he's got new tights, and they yeah. are baggy as hell. I and, I think he, like, took that Kidman gimmick seriously. And they're baggy as hell in a way where it's not supposed to be baggy. It's yeah. just like, those things may have fit at the fitting. Dude, he now. is on drugs, dude. <laughs> uh, before the match, Sanders says he doesn't know who Kiwi is anymore and says how uh, they used to be at the power plant together, and uh, he's going to show how uh, that uh, Kiwi's a bitch and then pimp slaps him. Just show you how the thrillers take care of their biatches. I mean, uh, the only thing it's poor to point out that uh, Mark Madden correctly said that uh, Sanders would beat Danny Hodge in his prime. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Tony almost fucking choked him. He almost came across the fucking table. Between calling Queenie his biatch <laughs> yep. and doing the uh, kid and play like backwards, like yep. funky dance before doing a, a knee drop, I was like, Mike Sanders, I believe he's 42, not 32. That motherfucker went to school in the late 80s. He had to have. It's a hard knock law for us, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, he is a vet, according to him. Uh, during the, however, uh, when the match begins, the thrillers come out to attack Kiwi on the outside. You don't say. Um, they throw him back into the ring over the top rope, and Sanders power slams him. That actually was sick. It was. Hip toss into a power slam? That was badass. Holy fuck, dude. However, Paisley then runs to the back and brings out Ming while she's wearing a wig to match Ming's crazy hair. Quee Ming, Quee Ming, Quee Ming. Hey, what the hell? What happened to her hair, Tony? Did she get, did she get scared in the back? By the way, commentary, Tony Schiavone, <laughs> Mike Today, and straight shooting Stevie Ray here. When he fucking asked him if she got scared in the back. What happened to her hair? God damn it. Uh, Ming comes out to attack the thrillers. He puts Stasiak and that guy Reno in the tongue and death grip and the thrill as the thrillers can't get Ming off of uh, them as then Flair and Security come out to tell everyone to get to the back. Uh, Sanders on the apron and Kiwi tries to do a sunset flip uh, off the apron, but Sanders heard can run as Kiwi. So right after uh, they sent everybody to the back. Um, Stevie Ray was like, why does Paisley get to stay out here? Mark Madden goes, because she has a license and big breasts. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like, All right. Thanks, Mark. Queeby uh, then decides to take the afro off Paisley's head and then punches it into the face of Sanders. Uh, Tony goes, he has the afro. And Stevie was like, what was that? He's like, nothing. We're good. <laughs> what? First I've ever heard that <laughs> match. Uh, Paisley comes into the ring and does a... Uh, the springboard back elbow that China does. Uh, I believe Stevie called it the yak splat. The yak splat. As then uh, Sanders hits the... Does that follow the faithful stuff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I got a yak splat. It's after the faithful stuff, yeah. Oh uh, Sanders hits a backbreaker, as they call it the 3.0 for the win. Seven minutes and 50 seconds. Uh, so that Paisley thing, yep. terrible China ripoff. The ref watched her do it. Yep. Why the fuck is that not a TQ? There's a lot of coming up this he upcoming just, like, week. Stood there and watched her do. He like like I'll get out of the way for you. Don't worry yeah. about. 
WCW refs notorious for being god awful when it comes to this Rick shit. Rick Knox though working full time. Yeah, yeah. there is. There, there, yeah. there the is. A, he was the last WCW ref. There is a lot of that this upcoming week of a wrestler or a manager gets in the ring and the refs just like after you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me hold the rope yeah. for you. What the fuck? Is Let this? me hold this chair in place while you ram his head into it. So, Corey, what did you give it? I gave it two and three quarters. I'm like, this match caught me by surprise. <laughs> Same. This is the best I've ever seen both of these guys look, even though Michael Sanders did look like he was in DTs. I mean, Jesus, dude. Went at a good clip before the champ retained. Uh, pleasantly surprised by this match. Yeah, it was surprising. And uh, thank fuck Queeby didn't win. Does yeah, not yeah. need to win. No. No. As much as we do not like Mike Sanders, he's better than Queeby. Yep. When it's the, those things of I get what they're trying to do with the character of a Kwee Now Queeming, I can get behind. Queeming, yes. <laughs> but, but the thing is this, it's like when the it's not like I'm not like hating, it's just like the idea of when they when any when, when any wrestling business organization does a prestigious award like title and then bring down the histories. Like if example <laughs> if somehow Kwee won the IWGP title, and then you like see all the names, and then all of a sudden, Okada, like, and then Kwee Wee dipped in fucking sparkles and shit. Let, you know what I mean? Like, that's like what I'm beginning with the fact of, like, I don't know if you want really want to see that guy's name on the uh, but then record. Again, books. Earlier this year, both Medusa and Oklahoma held that title, so. And it's true. <laughs> Kwee Wee's better than Okada. There it is. Oh, wow. Uh, the Funkster, brother. Um, but one thing I, I like about the, so far about this is Flair comes out before the match and is like, hey, we're back to the old WCW, the old rules, nothing like this. Yeah, well. And then, right away, and then after the match, me and Gene's with Rick Flair, and he's like, uh, WCW will be representing wrestling. So going forward, no more wrestlers can be at ringside unless you have a manager license. About that. Mm-hmm. Then we go. Then we see Boogie Nights talking to Chronic as Disco is uh, back. Uh, his back is out, and Chron- uh, as Conan is not here. Uh, Disco offers them money to make Chronic in the match instead, so it'll be right in Chronic versus Kidman Ray as a handicap match. But Chronic says uh, no. But uh, Disco says that the match should be only about fifteen minutes. So how about we give you uh, get one of them for get you guys for eight minutes of the match, and then Clark's yeah, like it's seven and a half minutes because they're like yeah you got it for one here. Like, how about both of you at half the time? And then he tries to, like, disco. It's eight, eight, maybe nine, maybe nine, man. They're like, 7.30, we punch out. Yep. This worked for me again. I, I'm digging this between the these four. This version of Chronic is good. Yeah. yeah. How they've pivoted to this gimmick is very, very good. Yeah. As Clark once again says, we accept, but 7.30. We're going to mean Gene with Evan Courageous and... <laughs> Jamie Noble. What did me and Gene ever do? This was weird. Jesus. Uh, Craig just says that three counts jealous of him. Noble, Noble finds out that, uh, that he f- realizes that they're both from uh, North Carolina. Spurdy Bird. North Kakalaki. As then Craig just talks about how he banged a girl and turned out that it was Noble's si- Noble sister and then like left her high and dry. And then me and Gene have to leave. Could have been worse. They could have been related. <laughs> I wanted the older, the other, get out there, girl. Goddamn. Yeah, boy. Was, uh, was this promo necessary? No. <laughs> this was no. terrible. I was like, what are we doing? I decided this, these two needed fucking mic time. Uh, because somebody came up with the hilarious idea of Evan Courageous fucking Jamie Noble's sister. Have you seen Evan Courageous? It probably happened. 
Well, I'm not saying it didn't. That dude ran through Vajay. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he never <laughs> he never hungered for puss. I'm I just mean, saying. my God. He wasn't. Well, I'll, I'll talk about well, it later. We have that, but then we go to... <laughs> wash a washboard on those abs, we you go, know what I mean? We go from that, then we go to Crowbar talking to two girls saying that there was enough of Crowbar around for him after uh-huh. the match. It's like, do we need that? Uh, well, first of all, those two ladies are smoking hot, so yes. Well, they're the, nitro girls. I just don't know who they are. The blonde was baby. Yep. And the other one? And the other one was fire. No, not fire. Not was fire. the redhead. Uh, I, they don't ever dance Chiquita. on TV anymore, but Chiquita. I think she's Chiquita. Um, Damn. Yeah. Dude. So he's talking to nitro girls saying. So it sucks. Like, they stopped showing the nitro girls when they um upgraded the talent. Although you know what I think son of a bitch. You know what I think's funny? We had to the, sit through fucking Kimberly for two goddamn years, but is that he's supposed <laughs> to be like the understudy to Mike Awesome, but Mike Awesome can't get chicks, but Crowbar's got ones hanging off him left and right. That's funny. Those, your, your chicks are your left and right. So let's go four, <laughs> four brothers on Thumb Street. Let's go to our next match. This is gonna be three count, two count. This is called Congress. Versus <laughs> Young Dragons versus Jamie Noble and Evan Courageous. Uh I don't have a funny nickname for them yet. I can't. Nothing, nothing striking uh, me. Noble and courageous. That is working. Mm-hmm. We dog. Uh, three count says that courageous has a small dick, and then they perform their song for a bit. We're just gonna get straight to the heart of the matter. Yeah, courageous saying he got nothing. Everybody, three count. One, one, two, three inches. <laughs> yeah, uh, all three teams brawl on the ramp. Uh, Noble with the crossbody over the top rope to Yang. Three count hits a double team move on uh, Noble. Helms does a belly to the back suplex while Moore does a spinning heel kick. Uh, Kaz does a springboard kick to the back of the head to Moore. Moore, the famous sir to Kaz. Moore, the sleeper DDT, and the ref makes the count, but uh, counts two. But his arm really hit three. That's when the crowd started to turn. Uh, we get the moment when the, everyone hits their finishers, but someone breaks up the pin. Jungle Bucks watching, taking notes. Yang hits a head <laughs> yeah. scissors to Helms on the outside, and Moore does a flip off the ropes. Uh, Courageous does a crossbody to Moore. Noble jumps off the top ton- turnbuckle onto Moore. And Helms, as Kaz does a twisted corkscrew over the top rope to hit Moore and Noble on the outside. Lay me out decides to jump off the turnbuckle on- onto all of them. Yes, please. As <laughs> then Noble pulls a ladder out and tries to bring it in, but Yang baseball slides the ladder into Noble. Courageous then tries to uh, bring it in, but Yang baseball slides the ba- lat- uh, into the ladder. Yang is tripped up on, on the top turnbuckle as Helms walks off uh, the back of Yang and hits a splash. Uh, three count then hits the swinging net breaker for a win. Ten minutes and 53 seconds. I liked a lot of the match, especially whenever Courageous wasn't wrestling. <laughs> Um, so we had uh, five guys and a, a Leia. It wasn't as good as the first match, but it was enjoyable. I liked it a great deal better. I gave it three and a half. Damn. I said we're two for two. This was a lot of fun. Five of these six have serious chops. The other <laughs> one should go back to soaps. And nice. um, does Yang, does anybody have a cooler entrance into wrestling than Yang? Dressing up as Sting for Halloween three years in a row in Bischoff's neighborhood and, <laughs> and like getting noticed. Um, I don't think so. I mean, it's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Pretty cool. Way. Yeah. So how do you get in the? How do you get Quang. in? Quang. Quang. So I'm sorry. Someone messed up my paperwork here. Quang. Like six young guys going balls to the wall. Um, a precursor to what happens now, uh, in its roughest, earliest form. This is a precursor to 
current modern day young boy tag match, just mm-hmm. balls to the wall spots and moves, and not a lot of psychology, but perfectly fun. I I don't mind if the undercard matches don't aren't riddled with psychology. Oh, that's I mean. I, honestly, this probably should have opened if this was going to be the match they put together. Right, uh, man. Shane Helm sticks out though. He's so good, dude. He's so good. Yeah, to me, him and, and Jamie Noble are the clear. See, to me, it's cut. actually him and Yang. Yeah, Yang. Funny See, enough, Yang always had so much promise, and I'm not going to say he didn't live up to it. He just kind of went his own way. He spent a lot of time in all Japan, and I mean, he certainly made a, a really good career for himself. And then when they finally got serious about him in WWE, they just made him a, a redneck. So yeah, yeah. I uh, man, Shane Hill, he's dude, he's so good. Holy fuck. Or Gregory Hill. I think we're going to go back, uh, and I think it's already started, actually. But people are going to go back the next the last 20 years and be like, man, fucking Shane Helms was so underrated. Stand back. As any as any version, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be like, that motherfucker could go. And he had charisma. I mean, certainly he came like, into it more than here. Like, that, it's it's still raw like, here. That hurricane shit should not have worked. It was no. just a dumb gimmick. Like, it shouldn't have. Fuck, he made that. <laughs> I mean, he has the second greatest Rumble spot ever. Right? Yep. So, I mean... Number one, of course, being Maven. And, and, and eliminating the Undertaker. And then getting murdered for ten and a half minutes yep. afterwards. Yes. Uh, <laughs> My favorite is Taker eating the bloody popcorn. <laughs> it's gross, dude. Some of this uh, iron-infused popcorn. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> iron claws, baby. Uh, we go backstage with Bam Bam Bigelow attacking Mike Awesome as... Uh, well, we actually see Bam Bam hovering around Mike Awesome, yeah. who's laying on a table. Yes. As we say, AWOL show up to beat up Bam Bam and chase him off. Um, AWOL with a new big-ass shoulder arm tattoo. Unless I just re- noticed it, but it's huge, so. I was hoping it was him He was wearing sle- sleeves the last two weeks. I think it was new and it was oh, healing. Okay. I was hoping he was. it was a big tattoo of him on a big wall pointing at somebody. It's like, I love the thing about uh, the tattoo on the shoulder. It's like uh, Brian Clark when he was Atom Bomb. And... It was Pritchard, and they were watching one of the things. And Adam, you know, Clark doesn't have a tattoo anymore of the bomb. Yeah. And Pritchard's like losing it. She's like, "Where's his tattoo?" It's like, "What do you mean?" Do you like, think he was gonna keep it? Like, yeah. Can- but like, he's like, but he he's like, there was a tattoo. There was a tattoo on his arm, and he's like, "Where the fuck did it go?" <laughs> he just lost it. I uh, first, I can never in my head keep straight Brian Clark right down to Ryan Lee. I don't, I'd never yeah. know who used to be what gimmick. I have no idea. They all yeah. look the same to me. Uh, one was the fake taker, one was Adam Bomb, and one sang Summer of 69. Correct. I'm yeah. sure I could tell you which one that was, too. Yep. Uh, the only one I wrote for this is like, well, Austin died of the match later. Yep. Yep. I was like, you don't got to tell me you don't got to do the whole shit. I, I know what it is. He's doesn't not wrestling. Take it doesn't take a genius to figure out who might be taking nope. his place. Nope. 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 Uh, so we go backstage with a not wet Pamela, Paul Shock. <laughs> I mean. That's a bummer. With Boogie Nights and Chronic. It would be better if she was wet, but I'm not going to hate on what she looks like. Yes. Boogie Nights talking about how they how he, they have Chronic for eight minutes, and they're like, nope, seven and a half. Uh, yeah. Disco says that they have a good credit and ask Pamela. She uh, says, uh, Jesus. Uh, ask Pamela about the good credit. And then Pamela's like, well, don't you get your money from your mom? <laughs> They're going to that Mean Gene School of Broadcasting. <laughs> yeah. Speaking Probably of when she's spending most nights studying under Mean Gene. So. Speaking of Gene, we go with him and Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart has a boot on saying he can't wrestle tonight, and Gene says that is as fake as much as Major Guns. <laughs> 
first of all, I give Jimmy Hart credit. This is heel manager 101. Yeah, 100%. Like, mm-hmm. I just can't compete. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I got a cast on. Maybe we can wait a couple weeks. <laughs> it just would be better if he was actively managing somebody and doing this and getting out of an ass instead of uh, fighting a radio guy. Yeah. Uh, then we go backstage with, to the Thrillers as they're freaking out about the fact that they can't go to uh, uh, go to the ringside anymore. And uh, Reno is saying that he has to leave to go get ready. As they're freaking out, Tony has to say why they're freaking out because they're just yelling and hitting the table. Like, oh, I can't believe we can't, can't believe that. Like, can't do what? It's like, oh, it's because you guys can't come to ringside anymore during any of your matches. So let's go to our... Uh, Next match is going to be Man Cow with his crew of Rad Tad groupies versus Jimmy Hart. Um, Have you ever listened to a Man Cow show? No. no. As For- I call Man Cow is the How- and his crew the Howard Stern Light. What I this is the second pay per view this year that Tony Schiavone has had such pleasure in saying that one of that dude's name is Turd. He thinks it's just endlessly hilarious. Uh, Howard Stern sucks. And this dude is worse than that. I was like, oh, yeah, because he's just a fuck. He's like Jesus, his carbon copy. Dude. It's he's terrible. from Chicago, yeah, yeah but we're in Milwaukee, and he's trying to get the Milwaukee crowd hyped. As uh, I was he, like, you know, Milwaukee hates Chicago, right? Yeah. They bring up, <laughs> he brings up that, like, the reason why his crew's out here is because it's a non sanctioned match, and Ric Flair gave him the permission to. He had um, to make some political references to the, yep. to the hanging chads and how Al Gore's a loser. Yep. I was like, Jesus Christ. It's actual voter theft here. That's not true. Let's not bring that up. Uh, Jimmy uh, hits uh, Man Cow with a crush, and then the losers double-team Jimmy, but the three-count comes out to attack the losers. Man Cow pulls off Jimmy's cast and hits him with it for the win. A minute and 38 seconds. Yep. That's uh, all. I can just give it a quarter of a star. This uh, mercifully it, short but completely pointless. But one or two. You don't do normally under two. Too bad. Okay. My other point, uh, did you hear Tony? Tony and Madden, who were on the call at Spring Stampede for this match, both said that this match is a rematch from a match that happened. It was a dark match earlier this year that wasn't on pay-per-view. Incorrect. It very much was on pay-per-view. For sure on pay-per-view. We unfortunately had to watch it. You, You literally called it. You, uh, I mean, if you were them, would you want to remember that? No. Yeah. But then again, there's also, if I were them, there is so much stuff that happened this year in that company that think expected to remember anything from April in November is, like, impossible. Like, yeah, I can't. I wouldn't be able to remember early October. When I watch things on, if I, like, a clip or something comes on social media and it's, like, early 2000s, I'm like, where, where was this? Like, I don't remember <laughs> any of this anymore. Right. Um, What's going on here? We see Crowbar watching Awesome get stretched out. Um, How are you late to the home run derby? Fuck LA. We go backstage with MIA uh, as they're mad that they can't be at ringside anymore, but they don't care because it's uh, like no no retreat, no surrender now. As uh, Rection says that's the way he wants it, this be one-on-one. And then Ric Flair comes in and says, hey, I want to talk to AWOL. I they wonder like why. Just, they all act like he just got pulled into the pr- pr- the uh, principal's office. Mm. So uh, are you the baby daddy? Then we go to the <laughs> yes, filthy animals. As they said, Conan isn't here because uh, he got with some freaks last night. And I'm hung like a wall. He uh, He's just not here anymore. Yeah, you know, remember he got with the... Uh, <laughs> the one that had, uh, you, you know... Uh, but then, like, Ellis, all the facts, because Ray's like, well, if Conan can't show up tonight, 
that'd be great. We don't. And then Kimmins like, we don't need them to take on Chronic and Alex Wright because you know Alex Wright, no skills. <laughs> I, they tried. You could tell they were like fucking Conan. God damn it, dude. Do we know why he's not here tonight? He just didn't show up. Just didn't show up. He's just a prick. He's just a prick. He's just a fucking asshole. Checks out. Because <laughs> he knows the lay of the land. He knows exactly what's going on. He's like, what are you going to do, fire me? Okay, <laughs> please fire me. I don't give a fuck. I'm a god in Mexico. I don't yeah. give a shit about this fucking company. So let's go to our next match. It's the three the hard way, hardcore championship, Big Vito, that guy Reno, and Crowbar. Sp- reminds me of the night I spent in the clink. I took three the hard way, too. Uh, the bell rings before even Crowbar gets down to the ring as they fight until he comes down. Uh, they hit each other with kendo sticks. Uh, Vito puts a traffic cone between the legs of Reno and hits with a uh, traffic cone with a baseball bat. But what do we call it? The Italian animal. There it is. Uh, Vito puts a trash can lid on. Is that what we called it? Well, that's what they call it. That's what they call it. I always we called thought, it something else. But then again, I always thought an innuendo was an Italian suppository. What did we call it? We had a name for it at one point. <laughs> uh, statutory rape. Strategy. Uh, Vito puts a trash can lid on the groin of Crowbar and then hits it with a bat. Wow. Uh, Reno and Crowbar drop. Uh, drop trout. Drop trout. Tra- 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 <laughs> what are we doing? This here? match took a turn. This is AGW? What are we doing? It's full pen, baby. Uh, Crowbar and Reno drop Vito on a trash can. Reno that's what he calls a dick. Yeah. <laughs> drop Vito. Uh, Reno then hits Vito and Crowbar with a baseball bat. Uh, they fight to the back. Reno puts Vito through a table and it's going to hit him with a chair, but then Maria, Vito's sister, comes Maria, in. Maria, Maria, Maria. We're books enough for everybody. What's up? Maria. I met a girl. Her name was Maria. <laughs> there it is. Uh, she stops Reno from hitting Vito, <laughs> then Crowbar hits Reno with a the chair for the win. Seven fifty. <laughs> I need about three fifty. <laughs> I want change back. Quick, get him three fifty. Well, no wonder you get coming back. You can't give it a tree fitting. Give it a tree fitting. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> Fuck this match. I gave it two and a quarter. <laughs> Looks like Big Veto qualified after all. Hey, made it, guys. As WWE hardcore matches go, this is one of the better ones, but still two and a quarter. So, I mean, like, you know. They're so hamstrung by their fucking network, which doesn't make sense when they're on pay-per-view. Right? So, if ever you're like, you can do whatever the fuck you want on pay-per-view. Like, you should be able to, like, go nuts on pay-per-view. Uh, like, actually, hold sucks. on. This sucks, dude. Actually, no, because I think until they went out of business, they were still, still under, under Turner Home Entertainment banner. The wrestling pay-per-views were. Dude, it sucks, dude. This is so lame. It's one of those things of um, with both companies, with the hardcore matches, it's just like, okay. But mostly, like, more on the tamer version for WCW is the fact of it's like... Trash can lid, kendo stick, table, chair. For WWF, it's kendo stick, the two sticks from Blackman, fire signature, chair, table. It's the same old, same old. Like, this match was okay, but it, for me, it's just the idea of it's your typical hardcore match between the your three guys that you've been feuding with the past month. These matches are always better when they're not in the ring because yep. then they just use kind of whatever's around in the back. Yeah. So it's always a more creative match. Yeah. Even it's if you're a- just throwing them into and off of stuff, it's different. So. Uh, what match was it? Oh, Raw Match 5. No, no, oh. no. I'm t- it was, I think it was W. WC- Hogan Andre. <laughs> Who got thrown in the elevator and then they shut it? Oh, that was like Terry Funk and Candido. Yeah. Or Smiley. 
They were smiling. Trying to fucking smiling. They fought into the elevator and yeah. just yeah. left. Because they didn't come they, back. They were just yeah, gone. Because they, they, then, remember, like, they fought in, like, the, like, the stack of 50 empty boxes, like, Smiley got shut, you know, like, that was fun. And that was earlier this year. Yeah. Not to be confused with the elevator spot at Titan Towers for WWE. Yeah, it was not as good. Uh, let's go backstage with Buff Bagwell talking to a stage hand and saying that he has a plan. Uh, we see uh, DDP and... He's going to start shaving himself? Nash, no, maybe. Oh. We see... We see a DDP and Nash talking, and Nash is like, you know these thrillers are SOL, and like DDP looks at the camera and is like, yeah, shit out of luck. And it's like, like, thanks, DDP, <laughs> you dumb moron. Then he's like, give me a trouble. But, but then, but then, <laughs> just like, but oh then he's God. like, he, he waits for them to like, cut him off. Like, he just like, looks at the camera and is like, shit out of luck, and then like, looks away and laughs, and he's just like, I was, Are we off the area, you know? I was way more interested in the conversation they were having before about who the hotter 60s TV show woman was. There was like a little clip of that. Yeah. Like, oh, who was hotter? No, that wasn't there. I was there. Yeah, it was earlier. That it's it's the chick cool. from Bewitched, to be, honest, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. But yeah, it's like that funny thing of like... Uh, not wrong. Some people would say... You uh, are not What's wrong. her name? Wonder Woman. Uh, oh, Linda, Linda Carter. Carter. And she's hot, no doubt. It's, it's Bewitched. I can't yeah. remember her name now, but... I had it until you started Holy talking about it. fuck, a smoke show. But <laughs> she they, was extremely hot. But oh yeah, God. <laughs> freaking grandpa here, uh, DDP, really trying to be hip when they're like, you know what that means, shoot out of luck. Like, we, like, we know. It's a joke, dude. Just, you, you do that dumb laugh. That's yeah. the, and even Nash was like, oh, fuck me. Yeah. Nash is reading the fucking stocks. <laughs> he couldn't care less about yeah. nothing. Let's go to me and Gene with the cat and Miss Jones. As Gene's just looking at Miss Jones, and the cat says that he's going to win, and he's confident that he will win. Cat says if he doesn't, he will kiss the feet. Uh, that he will kiss uh, Douglas's feet and leave the country for thirty days. It's with Montgomery. As yeah. they leave, Gene looks at Miss Jones and tells her that he can rock her world. A little shot of vitamin Gene. Yeah, Just stay up all night. God damn it! God damn! I just want, I just I need a sitcom with him and the cat. That's what I need. I'm gonna kick your ass, you dirty old man. You stay away from my Miss Jones. Like the the new fucking All in the Family. You know what I'm waiting for that never happened? Don't worry, cat. I did call your mother. <laughs> Zach Wilson would call his mother. <laughs> you know. Hey. Uh, next match is Filthy Animals Ray Kidman versus Alex Wright and Chronic in a handicap Filthy. match. Uh, Kidman with the Head Sisters takedown on Adams. Nelson then hits Kidman with the full Nelson slam. Wright tags himself in to get the pin, God. but Ray breaks up and then Wright instantly. Uh, uh, tags back out. We are two yet. This fucking show. Clark Jesus. with. I'm I'm five. My and notes are like, oh my god, there's still notes coming. My yeah. god, we're not even halfway through the matches yet. Yep. Fuck. Clark hits a choke slam on Ray. Clark goes for the meltdown with, but Wright gets the tag in. Uh, we have a we're showing a stopwatch throughout the whole match. Well, I actually liked that detail yeah. about it. Well, don't worry, guys. Seven minutes and thirty seconds come around. Chronic just leaves. Uh, Kidman hits the baseball slide. Ray hits the Bronco Buster. Alex Wright. Uh, uh, but then the animals hit the Nutcracker for the win. Seven minutes and forty six seconds. Uh, cool. I played the guy well. Um, really Sixteen seconds after they how'd leave. You, how'd you feel about it? Uh, if if Come it wasn't my. built around the gimmick so much, I think I would have actually liked the match a lot more. I gave it two and a quarter. I admit it, this chronic gimmick has won me over. 
this worked for me for what it was supposed to be. I, I knew the gimmick going in, so I knew it was going to be based all around the 730. So it worked for what it was, but it, was, you know, it could have been better. I do like the uh, thing of Alex Wright tagging in to try and get the glory. Yeah, and yeah. not just taking the win. That's the, that, that was the thing about the match I liked. Is like the it's, like of- the, it's the small story that Disco is all about the cheat, but Alex wants to try to do it. He doesn't mind getting the help, but he wants to try to do it himself too. Where Disco's like, no, nah, do all the work. That's fine. <laughs> That's uh, no um, problem. We go backstage with the Thrillers talking with Sanders ask, asking, and Sanders asking them if they're going to go set it off. <laughs> and then he, Sanders says he has something planned special for the tag match coming up. We go to me and Gene with Scott Steiner and Medeja as um, Steiner says, Book T, uh, um, coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, at Halloween Havoc, if security didn't stop him, I would have killed you. That's, that's yeah. fair. <laughs> Steiner says that he's out of his mind. And that's when he's at his best. That's true. Are you going to tell him he's not? No, I won't. Hey. Let's go to our next match, our sixth match of the night. Shane Douglas with Tori Wilson versus the Cat with Miss Jones. Mrs. Jones. We got a thing going on. Shout out to Turk. Uh, Douglas says what he heard from the Cat made him sick. Uh Cat would be part of the list of people saying that they would kick the franchise's ass, but they don't. Um. So, like, the way he worded it, though, he was like, there's a, if you want to kick my ass, get in line. And I was, that's where he stopped. <laughs> I was like, so, you should say nobody ever happened. But that's not how he worded it. Yeah. And I was like, you're a fucking idiot. He's, God damn he's it. completely fucking gone. He's. Uh, cat kicks Douglas to the outside. Douglas goes after Miss Jones, and she kicks Douglas. Uh, they fight near the announce table, and yeah. Cat goes after uh, goes after Mark Madden. This was so great, and dude. Stevie Ray loses it. <laughs> Doesn't he like uh, chop him in the neck or something? Yep. Yeah. Or grab his neck, like choke him. Oh my god, dude. loses it. He loses it, and Stevie Ray's like, I "Can't do anything. Sorry, can't do <laughs> it." <laughs> He legitimately laughed. He just kept laughing at yeah. Tony. Like, he's like, the Stevie at the call of match. He's like, I know. And he just kept laughing. Uh, like, I don't think they told Stevie that was going to happen, and he fucking lost it. Yeah. Cat uh, hits Douglas with the feline kick, but doesn't make the cover as uh, he hangs on the ropes for an extra second. Tori goes over and grabs Miss Jones, and they begin to have a yak fight. Yak fight. Yak fight. Yak fight. Yak fight. Uh, ref is distorted when Miss Jones is getting uh, uh, distracted. I mean, I would be too. When Miss Jones is getting out of the ring, so Douglas has the chair and punches the cat with the chain and goes to the cover, but the cat gets his foot on the rope. Miss Jones gives the cat the loaded shoe. Tori tries to throw Douglas the chain, but overthrows him, and Douglas turns into a kick by the cat with the loaded shoe for the win. Eight minutes after the match, the cat just decides to dance, and Miss Jones decides to dance as well. The highlight was attacking Madden. This match, however, one star. Dear God, this was terrible. Yeah. Shane wants to be good. You can see it. He just has nothing left. You know what I mean? Um, we go backstage with Jeff Jarrett as he comes across all his guitar smash. It's like, what the hell is going on here? And the stagehand's like, it was buff. <laughs> stagehand inexplicably wearing an NWO sweatshirt. Pretty sweet one, though. Fuck you, at that. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> Buff did it. Uh, <laughs> we go back to Pamela with MIA as Rexton has no problem with MIA not being uh, uh, 
be at ringside. He says it's not about America or Canada. It's between him and Storm and the U.S. title, and this will be the last time. We're going to... Hold up. Hold on. Corey. Yeah. Now it's at this part of the pay-per-view that you and I were waiting for this reaction from this gentleman over here. Yep. Because we knew it was coming. Yeah, we knew about this. Joe, did you know this was going to happen? I had no <laughs> goddamn idea. Let's, let's tell people what's going on. What we get next. <laughs> okay. So, a promo starts, and I will not lie, I honestly thought it was Starcade. For like a split second, I'm like, oh, it's a Starcade promo. <laughs> I was dead wrong. As the quotes go, blood runs cold Again, and I'm like, no fucking way. My this can't be. You and, you and Shivani both. My favorite part is like you could tell they weren't paying super close attention to the monitor, and it starts. And the Shivani's like, wait a minute, is this? Hold on. <laughs> as he as this is a glacier promo, and Tony's like, oh my god, and he's like, we're not doing this. Madden, again. Madden's like, we're not doing this crap again, are we? The world is gonna change. Stevie, again. Stevie, like me. Thinks this was a Starcade promo. Yeah. <laughs> As then their commentary is like, this can't be real. This is a rib. Yeah. Um, my what f- the fuck? My favorite line of the night. And Stevie and Madden had some good lines. Oh, God. But my favorite line of the night, bar one, is, wait, what? Wait, <laughs> Hold what? On, what? What? <laughs> We're getting a Glacier Returns? And then Tony's like, oh, God, no. Not again. Oh, dear we God. Been through it once. This didn't work the first time. What are we doing? Oh, As so... Glacier is coming back. The real question is, what did Kaz do with all the gear? I don't know. God but the damn announcers, it. You gotta love the announcers burying the shit out of your return. What? No. Joe's pumped for it. Joe's pumped for it. Ah, good God. Because Joe's blood never quit running cold. I am, uh, however, I'm the only person in this room who's seen that at entrance live. I, yeah, I did not. When it was hot. Uh... Ironically enough, he's Glacier. He won't admit it, but for years he's been waiting for Glacier to come back. My Glacier shirt's coming now. Yeah. <laughs> Did Glacier yeah. leave? No, it looks when like I'm getting it? a... Uh, 98? 99. Because then became the coach. Coach, whatever his name was. Yeah, Buck or... I don't know. It's Buzz. Buzz. Buzz Aldrin or something. Maybe not. Buzz Aldrin. Uh, let's go to our next match, our seventh match of the night. This is going to be Bam Bam Bigelow. It was supposed to be versus Mike Awesome. However, uh, Awesome's been sent to the hospital. You don't say. And Bam Bam proclaims that he won via forfeit. However, Ric Flair comes out and says he had a sneaky suspicion that you would attack Awesome and he won't be able to come out here. <laughs> so, uh, Bam Bam, you're taking on AWOL now. We had a sneaky suspicion via videotape proof. Cool. Smash got worse. Excellent. Uh, Bam Bam with a Samoan drop. Are you AWOL. still in my notes? There it is. AWOL with a second turnbuckle clothesline. Bam Bam misses his yes. top top turnbuckle headbutt. Crowd could care less for this match until AWOL brings in the table. AWOL with a spine buster. Then uh, Bigelow hits the greetings from Asbury Park for the win. 541. After the match, though, um, Bam Bam collapses and ref calls for help. As uh, still as the crowd still chants for table, as uh, Bam Bam is getting the stretcher job. Bam Bam, the only guy I know who's been paralyzed by hitting his own finishing maneuver on the other guy to win. Well, um, not entirely true. Yeah, uh, Paul Orndorff. That's not true. a month ago. That's accomplished true. that feat. God damn. No more than an hour ago. God damn it. <laughs> 
Uh, one star. Awesome out. A wall in. Good match out. Shit match in. There it is. Uh, yeah, the crowd. It's like the crowd wasn't paying attention at first. But he was just laying there, not moving. The announcers are trying. I think Tony got up and went to the depth, the ring or whatever. I was like, I, but like it's a, it's a gimmick, Tony. I, Jesus Christ. So uh, we have that happening. Uh, we go backstage with Mean Gene with Buff Bagwell. <laughs> Jeez, as Bagwell bad. has a piece of a broken chair, so it was Buff. God damn. Um, Buff knows about neck injuries, and he can relate to uh, Bam Bam, but forget that. Let's talk about Jarrett, as Jarrett has no guitars, so he has no game plan. I mean, it's Jeff Jarrett. I wouldn't say that. Yeah, there's a game plan. I, w- I wouldn't say all that. I'm confident that right now he's got three or four game plans in place in the world of wrestling, and <laughs> mm. they're all being executed. It's a speak. long con, <laughs> yeah. as it were. Yeah. Look at you, Nick. <laughs> we go uh, to ringside as Bam Bam is still getting stretched out. <laughs> I love this, by the way. They just go to the next match. Yeah. Fucking Landstorm walked by. I was like... We get a recap. So then, of course, I was like, okay, so that's fine then. I was yeah. like, you're just going to have the motherfucker walk right by him? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bam Bam's dead, and we're going live in three, two, <laughs> back in ten. <laughs> oh, it's still laying on the yeah. apron to go to the next <laughs> match. Back in ten. Oh, you fuck, dude. Valentinus just pushes him off the edge of the ring. Oh, he's already uh, dead. It's fine. It's not going to hurt him worse. It's he can fine. only die once. <laughs> One can't grieve forever. <laughs> uh, we get a recap of MIA and Team, uh, team Canada's yeah. history. Uh, our next match for the U.S. Sorry, Canadian heavyweight title is General Erection versus Lance Storm. Storm says he's out here to finish the feud with Erection, and he's out here because he's out here against against Doctor's orders. Says he has four cracked ribs and a back injury. Tony's like, I haven't heard anything about this. <laughs> Selling more than The Rock, who took seventy five Akushi bombs. Storm has taken a lot of stuff from Erection, but the one thing he doesn't want from Erection is the, is the USA because he's from Calgary, Alberta. Canada. I mean... As the Rection, yes. as Rection comes out, he walks past Bam Bam, then Bam Bam gets off the stretcher and then attacks him. <laughs> He's alive! What? This is stupid. <laughs> I guess he was paid off in Canadian money. Ooh. Got it. Bad deal for him. Um, <laughs> Storm goes after Rection's left knee, puts him against the post, rams the leg against the post. Rection kicks him off, uh, and Storm flies into the barricade. Uh, Rection's in the corner, and stand- Storm tries a baseball slide uh, into the left leg, but Rection moves out of the way, and Storm slides into the post. Storm crawls away from the post, but Rection grabs uh, Storm and pulls him back into it. Storm with the standing sidekick, Rection with the power slam, and goes for no laughing matter, but Major Guns trips him on the, ap- uh, on the top turnbuckle. Storm tries to do a back body drop, but Rection fights him off, and Rection hits no laughing matter for the win. For six minutes and 25 seconds, your new U.S. champion two-time. Generation. Fly, fat-ass fly. Uh, and here's the thing. This is one thing, again, I don't, I don't like about this. Tony loses it like Luger beating Hogan on Nitro. For the title, like he, lo- he's a real American that just won it. Oh my God! They are trying so hard to get people to believe in Rection. He did it! He did it! Stuber was a jobber in the Dungeon of Doom. Who gives a fuck? I mean, Jesus uh, Christ! One and three quarter stars. They promised this is the final match. It had better be. Ugh. I can't help but think the wrong guy won though. I got a sneaky confet. Uh, I have a sneaky feeling that this ain't over yet. 
And I'll be honest, I don't know if it is or not, but I got that, like, just watching this, I go, well, this ain't over. And one guy in the next night says it's not, so, you know. Yeah. This ain't for you. But that's what I was saying. Like, I don't know what goes forward, forward on here. Uh, let's go backstage with Mike Sanders yelling at Doug Dillinger as, as Doug is telling the security team to hold them back. Uh, we got a promo for Starcade finally, a night that you won't remember. As uh, you know what WCW would do uh, on a bigger night. A night you won't remember. Substitute it. <laughs> yeah. It's a night you won't remember. And an ugly ass logo, yep. by the way. Yes. Holy I fuck. I mean, they swing and a miss on every logo. <laughs> Holy fuck. Swing and a miss. Yep. Let's go to our next match. So the Cho-Cho be... Chosen One. That's right. Jeff bow, Jarrett. Bow, one on the cock bow. for Joe. For us, though. Sounds sweet. Yeah, damn right. You're damn right. As Jeff Jarrett and Buff Bagwell, as Jarrett says, Bagwell thought he pulled, pulled one over him, but Jarrett oh, had, comes prepared. Uh, Buff, with a, Buff with a swing neck breaker. He does a hip toss Jarrett over the top to the outside. Uh, Bagwell grabs a fan's foam f- guitar and hits him with it. Bagwell then tries Jarrett, to Jarrett's choke. selling that. I'm just like, come, come on, Jeff. What are we doing? <laughs> That's the old Memphis. What are we doing? <laughs> uh, I was hoping Jarrett would pull the old... I saw him do it in TNA once, and I was hoping he would do it here. But he didn't. Blood his dick? No. They had a no guitars allowed at ringside rule once. (laughs) Nice. And so, and they checked under the ring before the match started, and there were no guitars. And so, like, towards the main event structure, the ref is, of course, knocked out. He pulls up the the steel steps and pulls a cello out. (laughs) It uses a cello. That's uh, phenomenal. Amazing. Uh, Upright bass. <laughs> Buff tries to choke up Jarrett oh. with a cable cord, but Buff low blows him. I mean, Jarrett low blows him. Uh, Jarrett grabs and hits Buff with a chair multiple times. Um, Jarrett puts Bu- Bagwell in the uh, his patent sleeper hold. Uh, Buff gets out of it and tries to put a sleeper on hold, and Jarrett's like, nah, we're good, and back by drops him. Corey, is there a move in wrestling? That you hate more than Joe hates the Jeff Jarrett sleeper roll. No, I love the I love the pattern <laughs> sleeper roll. I just like to put it down. I don't, I don't know that that's true. Uh, he I'm does, gonna call shenanigans on that. He does No, I just, I had to bring some uh, you know parats you know he, to he, the show. So. He doesn't do it anymore. But back in the day, when a young legend killer Randy Orton would cinch on a headlock and just squeeze it for about seven minutes. That's fair. I, no, I, I love, <laughs> I, love I love Jarrett's patent sleeper hold. I just like calling it that because no one else does. I wish more hills would do that now. Actually, yeah, you know what? He's probably right because he actually hates the. Uh, oh fuck! Who had the goddamn gimmick for the longest matches that were unnecessary? One of the Wyndham brothers. Okay, Kendall Wyndham. Yeah, Kendall Wyndham special. Oh, yeah, Kendall. I was like, what special. the fuck was his name? The Kendall, the Kendall Wyndham, Wyndham special. special. Remember those fucking like, matches? It's like eight oh minutes for God. no reason. Eight minutes of Kendall it's Wyndham like, yeah. and Bobby Duncan Jr. Yeah. It's like, you're the wrong Wyndham we want to see for eight minutes, buddy. Jesus. <laughs> like, uh, I know and even brother- though they're now, we don't want to watch them either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know awesome. your brother's <laughs> fat and all, but, you know, yeah. we'll take him over you, Kendall. Um, Go back to jail. <laughs> thank you. Uh, Buff hits a <laughs> double arm DDT. He goes for the blockbuster, but Jarrett ducks out of the way. Ref that was fucking sick. As we get a ref bump nice. as he hurt his ankle. Uh, Jarrett goes and grabs a chair, but David Flair comes out and DDTs him. Buff makes the cover, but only gets a two. Buff goes for the blockbuster, but it, then it becomes a crossbody midair. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know what the fuck that was. There was a malfunction at the junction uh, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Buff dedicates this next move. The Scorpion Death will drop to Sting, but only gets a two. Uh, Jared goes to the cross. We're taking his moves already, homie. He's right. not a week, guys. Yeah. I'm cheesing. He's not dead for He's only been dead Actually, for a week. Jesus. With the politics in WCW, uh, taking Sting's finisher and still only getting a two count is the ultimate pay of respect to Sting. <laughs> there yes. Jared goes to the cross by, but Buff ducks, and so Jared flies to the outside. Buff shoves the ref out of the way, and Jared hits Buff with a guitar that he had hiding underneath the table, under, underneath the ring for the win. <laughs> I was going to say, the guitar center. All of them could burn to the ground tomorrow. He still has a guitar somewhere. Yeah, I mean, somewhere. You don't need to worry about it. In Jarrett's first episode of his podcast, they asked him, like, do you still have any guitars? And he says he has like four or five. Yeah, he's got four or five. Like, one in his office. I, mean, like, I think Darius Rutgers has one. Like It's one of those things of like a couple people. A couple people have them. So like... Jeff Jarrett's just the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, he is so much better than Buff in every way, yeah. including being a blowjob babyface. Somehow. Yeah, because those early Memphis years, I mean, Simply Irresistible is a theme song. They mm. sold they sold a metric fuck ton of those full-length posters of him and only jeans leaning up against that light pole. I know. I mean, those girls were thirsty. Mama Ria. <laughs> this was uh, two and a half... Double J deserves better than this. Buffy is as stale as Road Dog is on the other channel. A relic of a previous era. Who's better, Buff or Road Dog? In ring. Bell to bell. In ring, Buff is. Damn. Road Dog's got way more charisma. Although Buff, Buff isn't exactly shy on Buff charisma. Buff has charisma. But Road Dog it's has just more. used badly. Yeah. Road Dog has more. Uh, and if he had... If he could have been half the worker his brother or his dad was, he'd be an all-time great. Who's a better rapper? <laughs> I would hope Jared. Road Dog. <laughs> Jared. <laughs> Those bars from Jeff Jarrett. Spun my day. Uh, we're going to recap of the thrillers and Nash and DDP since DDP's only been back for a week in a main storyline. Who did he beat? Thunderdome dudes. <laughs> Battledome. They, they moved him the fuck out of there as fast as they could. Our next match is DDP and Kevin Nash versus Sean Stasiak and Chuck Palumbo. Hey, that's the perfect that's event to you. Perfect, perfect event. Huh? Who are Show you to doubt the perfect to event? No, I'm just kidding. That's, that's a two-time tag champions, the perfect event, sir. I'm willing, for, I'm willing to allow half respect to Palumbo and none to Stasiak. There we go. Is Poodles about the beach where we're oh The event, God. as we're calling. Uh, Mike Sanders comes up, joins commentary, says, you know, guys, I did something about something. and uh, I hope he does. <laughs> Thanks, <Yeah>. Sanders. <laughs> um, I did a thing about that thing. Uh, so he has the thrillers come I out. I think I would worry about that. As he has the thrillers come out wearing security uh, shirts as their uh, security now. As uh, Nash uh, hits Snake Eyes, uh, drops uh, on the top turnbuckle, then Nash controls uh, Palumbo to start the match. Uh, thrillers try to get in the ring, but DDP and Nash hold them off. Flair and the real security come out and throw out the thrillers. Flair's going to kick out Sanders, but Sanders said, hey, that thing I did. And he shows him a sticker that says, I'm a official manager now, that he got his license for being a manager. My favorite part of that, though, is he, he stayed there too long talking, and Tony's like, so why don't you get your ass over to the corner and be a manager instead of talking here on the phone? I was like, that's awesome. He's getting all pissed off. Doing that thing you do. Uh, Stasiak hits a DDT and a swinging <laughs> neckbreaker and DDP. After the neckbreaker, he walks around the ring, and Stasiak, uh, Stevie Ray's like, is he drunk? Pools is going to beat him. Stasiak and Palumbo hit a double-team sling shot suplex it. on DDP. Is he even trying? Palumbo was on the top rope, uh, hits a top rope shoulder tackle on DDP. Nash gets the hot tag. 
he hits the jackknife on Sajak, and DDP hits the diamond cutter on Palumbo, but Sanders pulls out the ref. DDP then diamond cuts Sanders. The ref goes in and still makes the three count for the win for uh, Kevin Nash and DDP. 14 minutes and 55 seconds. So I mean, new tag team champs. Not exactly a I mean, shocking result. You could have bet the farm on this match. Yeah. Uh, Corey, what do you give it? I uh, gave this two and a half. Not much of a shock, but the WCW vets take the straps. They are, however, very, very over. <laughs> very well, over. Kevin Nash is over. DDP is there. DDP, I mean, he got a pop. Don't get, you know, I don't like him much either, but he I got refuse. a pop. Nope, Kevin Nash is over. DDP sucks. <laughs> okay, fair enough. You, you, you convinced me. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> when son. you put it like that. <laughs> it's like one of those things I just knew the vets, the real vets, will be uh, winning this match. It was okay. Uh, it's your simple, you know, DDP works nine minutes of the match, and then Nash gets the hot tag and It sounds about right. So... Hey, for okay. the last 20 years, he's been, he's been fighting Jared for the smartest man in wrestling. Does this help the young guys? <laughs> Survey says no. I mean, it's the wrong young guys to help, so it's uh, fine. Yeah, because uh, first of all, yeah, uh, <laughs> I get the feeling this was just a transition over to O'Hare and Jindrak against these guys, uh, yep. which those guys should probably be the ones that inevitably lose. This should be a much better match. Yeah. Stasiak um, sucks. No way around it. Big beat. Um, so let's go backstage with Pamela with likes Luger. At, she's asking if he has butterflies, and he does not like that question at all. I would be kind of offended by that question if I'm a fucking 15 year vet and tells her to shut up. Been in some huge fucking matches on money making pay per views. Name one. Um, how about any of the Great American Bash and Starcades from '87, '88, '89? Not a real thing. SummerSlam '93. It happened. Uh, Road Wild, 97. He was in the Bash at the Beach where Rodman teamed with Hogan. I mean, the man's... Drove a bus. The man's been in some huge matches before. Him on like, Nitro. Are you nervous taking on Goldberg, you Yeah, but he never knows which one's the real thing. Horn. So, you know, he's yeah. an idiot. He, 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 is, he, he is never part, knows who his best friend is. So. He's part of the package, so... Like Luger, that guy's black. <laughs> he, he has, he, he has <laughs> some sheen. <laughs> the package doesn't see color. Brother, <laughs> it's okay to see colors, sir. It's bad to act on it. No, I mean I can't. The only color I see is Sheen. He is colorblind. <laughs> I mean, Sheen just, has just, covered his eyes. Now, if you want to, like, I disagree with Corey. He's never been in a good match or a big match. He sucks. Now, if you want to tell me that he was gonna flex in front of two fat guys fighting, amazing. You can bring My, that spot up. Of the year, spot then, of the century. Who are you to doubt Lex Luger? I mean, I'm not saying he was in great matches, but they, like, you can look at the records. They made tons of money. Yeah, I don't see it. Fact is. Uh, he says tonight he could be, uh, this match could have been for the title, but it's a retirement match for Goldberg now. I just want to know if Pamela can move her uh, breast like Luke can. And then he calls. I will, I will find out. And the spot of the night for uh, one, Mike Booble, as Luger calls himself the Michael Jordan of WCW. He also got his uh, father murdered for game. There it is. I was looking for the a, just Elizabeth. Uh, a comment. I mean, there it is. Just Elizabeth. Uh, we got history of Luger and like Goldberg. Like telling George's ever killed somebody with cocaine before? Come on now. Debatable. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I know. Uh, our next match is Luger versus Goldberg as we get a buffer intro. No, we didn't. But well, we I mean, didn't. you might have. Let's bring him to the ring. Yeah. Let's hurry it up. 
Yeah. I was like, oh, they can't even afford to for multiple. Let's. Uh, it's not. Let's get ready to rumble. It's let's get ready to bring them to the ring. I was like, oh, they got the down. <laughs> they got the. Uh, they got the down market version. Isn't it crazy that he is the most iconic ring announcer in the history of ever, and his brother is so much better than he is? Is he still, though? I mean, because UFC's been, like, white hot, and that's the main announcer. Has he taken him over, or is Michael Buffer still considered the Oh, no, he's still the most iconic, time. Oh, really? for sure. Yeah, 100%. Don't think that'll ever change? time for the main no. event. It would be very, very hard. Um, that dude essentially is that genre of job. Goldberg, well, the ultimate Goldberg enters the match 24-0 as he somehow won three matches somewhere from Nitro to today. You don't remember and that. he didn't have a match hey, on he, Thunder. He beat the Young Dragons in catering today. He's following Liz again. He wanted the last chicken breast. Uh, they Gosh, fight on the outside for about a minute. Um, Goldberg with the power slam. Goldberg goes to the spear, but Luger pulls the ref in front of him, and Goldberg spears them both. Uh, Goldberg jackhammers Luger as another ref comes out of nowhere and makes the count. Uh, he is now uh, a winner, 25-0. and 0. As commentary was thinking we wouldn't be getting another ref, it showed up out of nowhere. I, like, saw, I was going to say, that went quick, dude. Should you, like, milk that longer? Five minutes and 50 the motherfucker was there to read the count. Yeah. <laughs> I think the time on the pay-per-view dictated that, no, you don't milk that any longer. Jesus. I was like, we under the ring? Motherfuck. Five minutes and 53 <laughs> seconds Because notice how... I'm going to spoil it. Look how short the main event is, too. Yep. I think uh, we kind of went long. So, uh, yeah, I give it uh, one and a half. Yeah. I do give them credit for actually providing us a new matchup. I take that back that credit as it is Goldberg and Luger. This sucked. Hmm. Typical Luger in non-big matches, like I said. So oh, Goldberg good. did not <laughs> set it off? No, neither one of them no, did. No, Luger was SOL. Mm. And you know that. Yeah, story of his career, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what that means? DDP? Yeah, shit out of luck. Yeah, we're just going to ask DDP for now. What does that mean, yeah. Paige? Yeah. Shit out of luck. Now, DDP yoga. When Booker says Hulk Hogan, he's coming for you. Shit Stop, was luck. that last word? <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> uh, recap of our main event. It's where we get Steiner and Booker T. As our main event is Cage Heat for the WCW Heavyweight title. As a straight jack could be hanging from a cage, it's, but it's in the corner. Above a, a turnbuckle. And this is going to be Scott Steiner versus your champion, Book T. Hey, get- I just want to remind you before this match gets started, yep. uh, because I know you've been guilty of it, Joe. Yes. Uh, don't hate the player. Hate the game. Best six words in wrestling. <laughs> don't hit the player. Little known fact. The player, one word. Don't hate the player. <laughs> hate the... Oh, you know what it is? Because play isn't a word. Yeah, that's right. Is it in the dictionary? It's Ebonic. He has six words plus the ebonic word. The ebonic dictionary. Boom. Roasted. Um, Is that racist? We get a buffer intro. Let's get him to the ring again as he's put it. Everything Uh, as he does. uh, Steiner tries to attack Booker as Booker enters the cage, but Booker throws him against the uh, cage. Uh, Booker with a harm sidekick. Steiner lifts Booker T up and drops him across the top rope. Steiner then clotheslines Booker T off the top rope to the outside. Steiner with a belly to belly. And then a superplex. Booker hits the missile drop kick, but only gets two. Steiner grabs the straight jacket, but Booker... Also, I was like, you're going to attempt to do a missile drop kick in that fucking cage? Holy shit. It's a low cage. It's a low bridge. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do it. Uh, Steiner grabs the straight jacket, but Booker T goes and get uh, uh, puts Steiner on his shoulders and then fall backwards. Steiner uh, then is... Uh, Booker T then puts Steiner in the straight jacket. Booker T grabs the chair and hits Steiner in the head with it multiple times. 
that genetic freak that Steiner is rips the straight jacket <laughs> off by just flexing. <laughs> Scott then puts Booker T in the Steiner recliner as Booker grabs, uh, gets the ropes, but Scott drags him back to the ring. Uh, Booker lifts Scott up in the air and drops him the, uh, across the top rope. However, this is the spot where they were short, so Steiner lands on his feet and then jumps himself into the top of the top rope. Yep. Uh, Scott then goes for the double axe handle, but Booker reverses it into the bookend. Booker waits an extra second, and that's why Scotty is able to kick out at two. He hits the axe kick. Steiner grabs the chair and bo- hits Booker in the head with it. Steiner hits a full Nelson uh, drop. He puts him in the full Nelson and then just does what Billy Gunn does and just jumps up in the air and then slams him down. Uh, Steiner then puts Booker in the Steiner recliner. As the ref checks on him and then just calls for the bell, your new WCW heavyweight champion, Scott Steiner. 13 minutes and 10 seconds after the match, though, Steiner attacks Booker's left leg with multiple chair shots as a uh, ref tries to stop him, but Steiner hits him with the chair. So we end the pay per view with Scott Steiner, your new champion, attacking the leg of one Booker T. And Stevie Ray not. Believing that it's the end, and uh, he got out of it, ring the bell. <laughs> I was going to bring it up. I was like, uh, he's like, he never gave up. He, I was like, he passed out though. But yeah. A clear sign that he gave up. His body gave up for him. Uh, so, three stars. This was a month too late and felt anticlimactic. The inmate now runs the asylum. And boys, that's a wrap on Booker T. Here you go. For about. Three and a half months. Yep. Really? That's a, that's a wrap. Yep. Um, so Sting gone, Booker gone, Vampiro gone. Tank, tank Abbott gone. Tank Abbott gone. Book gone injury-wise or just contract-wise? I just injury-wise, Injuries. taking care of some stuff. Which I assume because of the leg injury. up pretty good. Yeah. There's two other he gone uh, tomorrow. We'll get to that later. Yeah. It's... <laughs> It's a dwindling, but dwindling I mean, quick. In a two-week span, you lose Sting and Booker, the two main stalwarts besides Goldberg of your main event babyface side. You, you know why I think they really left? Is that blood feud they had for 45 minutes. And so and they just took it out of us. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, the only other viable babyface you have besides Goldberg is in a, currently a tag team champion with Kevin Nash. Nah. <laughs> so. True. That's Kevin Nash. Got it. I'm going to keep my final verdict for my WTF. Ooh. Got it. Okay. And you know, if you want to hear about it, tune in to find out. So that's what we call a teaser. We're going to set it off. <laughs> so let's set it Those off. Those awards them. are S-O-L. <laughs> you know what that means. Shit out of luck, Joe. Thanks, UDP. Thank you. <laughs> Just look at the camera. Shit out of luck. I was like, what are you, Jim Halpert? You fucked yeah. up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's the original Jim Halpert. Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> so should we do some uh, buy rates and some... Uh, this can't be good. Some... Uh, <laughs> Monies, low, Joe. Some <laughs> monies. Be, I'm going to guess they didn't make any. <laughs> well, they made a little. All right. So let's go to the buy rates first. Um, oh, wait. Two seconds. Um, there we go. He's like, that can't be real. <laughs> no, no. I, I want to bring something. Yeah, I, got, I do, I do. Uh, so the buy rates here. So last year's Mayhem got a .45. That's like the salad days. As Survivor Series that we just did for WWF on the paper of choice last week. Last you can go week. back and listen to uh, Survivor Series 2000. Got a one. Well, This year's buy rate for Mayhem and the final Mayhem, one of two, point one two. Mm. Damn. That's, that's, right, that's anemic. So let's, that's, that's bad. Let's go back a year for a minute oh my God. for Mayhem. Ready for this? 
I could uh, even begin to tell you what was happening. I can probably give you the entire card. You can start off. Uh, Chris Bermont defeated Jeff Jarrett in a quarter in a semifinal match for the vacant title. You're correct. Title. Oh, that's right. It was tournament time. Yep. And then uh, I believe the next match was Evan Courageous defeating Disco Inferno for the Cruiserweight title. You're correct. Gross. Uh, here's where it gets a little tricky in terms Here. of order. Uh, match number three. Fuck. Um, I can't remember. It's I know hardcore. the matches. Oh, it's a hardcore title yeah. match. So Brian Nobbs mm-hmm. and Norman Smiley? Correct. Okay. Smiley wins. Yeah. I would hope so. Or is for the filthy animals nope. and the Wait, yes. revolution. Yes. Yeah, intergenerational elimination elimination tag. Lim- match. Yeah, with yep. Tori Wilson involved. Yep. Saginaw. And Asia. Yeah. She's bigger China. And five was. That wasn't perfect in a retirement, Bagwell, match. retirement match. And then it was uh, Bret Hart overstaying in the other semifinal. Correct. Then it goes downhill. Then it's like, isn't it Luger and Ming next? Nope. Or it's Alex Wright. Or, I mean, Berlin. Yep. And Vampiro in a chain match. You're correct. Dog then, collar match. Yeah. Then it's Luger and Ming, isn't it? Yep. Then it, yep. Yeah. And, and Ming wins, I think. Yep. And then uh, uh, the, how, that's match number eight. So nine, ten, eleven. Wow. Scott Hall and Booker T. Correct. For the TV title. Yep. Yep. Uh, Scott Hall wins. Then Kimberly and David Flair. I don't think it match ever no really contest. happens. Yeah. It's a no contest. Yeah. Then Goldberg and Sid in an I quit match. Correct. And then the main event is Bret Hart over Benoit for the world title. You are correct. I did it. Um, <laughs> that pay-per-view did almost four times the amount of buys as this one did. Yes. Yeah. So the attendance, by the way, pay-per-view buys. Which one's better? This one, one, right? That one had better overall matches because Benoit and Jarrett was good and Sting and Brett was okay. Benoit and Brett was really good. This is the overall better show. It had a better Which flow. Is sad. Yeah, it had a better flow. That one had Which Russo booking all over thing. it. I'm going to go ahead and not eat it. I ever see Luger and Ming. Uh, <laughs> so the pay-per-view buys for this was only 50000 Attendance... Attendance was 3,800. Oh, that's an NBA arena, sir. Yeah. Oh, my God. Paid 2,871. Bullshit. Yeah, you're right. So their live gate, Halloween Havoc was 212,000 for their live gate. MGM. At MGM. That's important. Mayhem in Milwaukee, 84,296. It is the lowest live gate. Of the year and of the upcoming pay-per-views. Hold on, Joe. You do your I'm, math? Yeah, we need we're that. Gonna, we're going to do our math what's here. The, what's the live gate total? Uh, 84,296. 84, and what was the attendance? Uh, total number? 3,800. <laughs> Go on. It's like, it's less than $23. A person. That's probably someone's drinking a pot floor. <laughs> That's the twenty three dollars up her dude. Shirts I, are twenty five dollars, Doc. Ironically, there it hey, is. Ironically, <laughs> this helps my WTF. All right. Holy fuck, dude! That inadvertently made my WTF more solid than ever. By the way, uh, the attendance for last year's mayhem and the Air Canada uh, thirteen thousand eight hundred thirty nine, and we dropped ten thousand spots. That's to be expected. You had Brett, you Brett Benoit, too. Yeah. And you had Brett and Benoit in the finals for the title, and everybody knew Brett was winning the title. Yeah. So. Plus, but, it was their 
first and only pay per view in Canada. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, yep. until this year that New Blood Rising That's was. Right. In they didn't go to Canada a lot, so that was just the second time. God, twenty three dollars a person. <sighs> yeah, mm. someone bought a shirt. <laughs> that is the embodiment of a dying company. That right there. Uh, speaking of that, I got uh, I do it for the um, do it for the gram. The 401 uh, review, there was yeah. a reception there in 2015. Uh, 401 gave this event two and a half. I love this. As a very bad stating, I've seen worse from WCW around, around this time, but not by much. Nothing on this entire card cracked three stars with the three star, with the three way tag match and the WCW tag title, world title being the best. The yeah, tag. Exactly what I have. The tag <laughs> titles aren't bad, but they aren't really good either. Too many people just seem not to care and hurt the qualify of most of the matches. You can kind of tell that this is the company. This is where it was a company ready to close the doors. So, in, in a way, what do you expect when you let it be known just a month earlier you're trying to sell and you're, yeah. you're well, not necessarily trying to sell to keep it open. You're just trying to sell to get rid of it. Why? Why would they? Why would the performers try? Yeah, I can't blame them. So let's go to our favorite part of the show. It's the award show. Let's start off with best match. It's gonna be a tough award show. I give it to the three three way tag match. I gave Steiner and Booker three stars, but I enjoyed that match better. Mine was uh, actually Sanders versus Queeby. Funny enough. Uh-huh. Drugs and all. <laughs> Mine's the three-way. The three-way that won't Wait, stop. Wait, which three-way? The, there were two three-ways. The tag three. Oh, yeah. the, with the few that won't die. Uh, yak match of the night. <laughs> I had Cat versus Franchise. Cat Franchise. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Who is your MVP? Scott Snyder for me. I got Steiner. He Steiner. wins the title. No doubt he was winning, but... Uh, and he's the only breath of fresh air in this company. He's it. He, he he's literally it. Because Goldberg and DDP and Nash, they're stale, dog. They're yep. stale as fuck. The thrillers have not taken off. There's nobody on the horizon. We'll, we'll witness that by what happens the next night. Mm-hmm. Um, Steiner's the only thing to give a damn about yep. in this fucking company. Uh, who's your mo 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 dip? Um, Mike Awesome. Yeah, I was just going to go Mike Awesome. You know. You really hurt? Because what's going on here? There are worse things you could do in a pay-per-view than wrestle Bam Bam Bigelow. You know what I mean? You could have wrestled the franchise, for instance. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you, Joe. I'm giving it to Mike Awesome as well. I want to give it to Douglas because... Because he's Shane Douglas? Shoo! Get him off my screen. Yeah, just enough. Um, but it's D- Mike Awesome for being put out of a match against Bam Bam. Mm. So, WTF, and I feel like Corey will be holding this, waiting for, he wants to be last. I do. Mine is, uh, Glacier? Come on. What are we doing? Hey, blood runs colder. Does it? Theoretically. Yeah, mine's Glacier. Joe? Uh, you <laughs> took mine as well. What the fuck? <laughs> So here's here's mine and um, and your final word. This That's is done. kind of historic in a way, guys, and I'm not kidding. 
It dawned on me about halfway through this show, but I had to wait till the end before my suspicions were confirmed. In a way, this is kind of historic for me because you you gave away the the attendance woes, the money woes, Joe. But also, uh, we had ins- insane cruiser work weight early cruiser work weight early in the show. We had silly nonsense, no shows, ridiculous match outcomes, tired looking legends, Jeff Jarrett overbooked main events. Guys, it's the very first TNA show. There it is. Hmm. Think about it. There it is. You had all the young talent in the undercard doing crazy cruiserweight X Division shit. You had all that overbooked nonsense, no shows, ridiculous match outcomes, overbooked main events. This is the template for early TNA. I've never seen that show. Yeah. Uh, was it as homophobic as the first ROH show? No. Okay. Um, there's certainly things <laughs> that you're like, wow, okay. Um, it wasn't the very first show, but midgets jack- jacking off in, in trash cans. <laughs> what? What? Same same midget <laughs> showing up in a, pulls different, a gun. But a different episode, pulls a gun out on Jeff Jarrett in the middle of the ring. Ain't he great? <laughs> You're going to need to watch TNA. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm telling you. Going to go ahead and need to watch that. <laughs> oh, we have the show. Total nonstop agony. I'm telling you guys. <laughs> early TNA is, is a sight to behold. Did they set it off? Yes. Every conceivable way and every conceivable angle every week. The things were set off. Things were set off. Jesus. And things were, Jesus. And that roster was SOL. Yeah. You know what that means. And most of the time the viewers were as well. <laughs> but... So, what's oh. your final verdict? That was it. I mean, no. You don't need to watch it. Oh, okay. but, uh, uh, anything you would change? <laughs> uh, in yeah. this company. I, I would sell it to WWF. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Well, I'd hold out for a little more. You know. We're moving on with WCW, too. That's what you charge for blowjobs. You're not going to get my video library that cheap. According to them, it's about 23 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Moving on up. So we're done with uh, this brings us to this pay-per-view for uh, Mayhem for WCW. As we're moving on for WCW in a month or so. To Starcade. To Starcade. An event we will never remember (laughs) by their own tagline. Last Starcade ever. Yes. But Mm. you think that what a way to go out. But Mm. for us, it's like more of a hey. We have a month to our next pay-per-view, but no, we don't. We have a week as next week here on the pay-per-view war series. We, we have we, six days, Doc. Yeah, in six days. <laughs> we go to Manchester. Next Saturday, we're going to Manchester. For Rebellion. Rebellion for WWF. And then after that, it's Armageddon. Don't want to close my eyes. You want to fall asleep? And then Starcade. And then Starcade. And then Sid. And then there's Mod. And then, there and then Mod. we get a month off. And come back with sin. God damn it. Yeah, we do. I'm a sin guy. I'm a, a, I'm a sin guy right what now. A, what, a, what, a, what, a, uh, what a terrible thing to wait a month for. <laughs> so, you can go to nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com, where you can find all of the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can find us all on the social medias, the Facebook, Twitter, and the Instagram. Give us a follow, a like, thumbs up, thumbs down, a request. We, we'll watch it. A request. Yeah. Total we'll watch it. Total, stop non, total nonstop <laughs> agony. Uh, you, can, uh, find, you can find all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Hey, baby. And you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. 